This episode is sponsored by Goodwill Industries of Greater Cleveland and East Central Ohio. It's spooky season, thrifters, so that means it's time to head to Goodwill to thrift your Halloween costume. Thrifting your Halloween costume at Goodwill is super fun, affordable, good for your wallet, the environment, and our local community. All funds generated in the Goodwill Industries of Greater Cleveland and East Central Ohio stores directly supports 27 mission service programs to help improve the lives of people in our community. Head to goodwillgoodskills.org to find a location near you. Hint, I love the Middleburg Heights store. Or follow Goodwill Good Skills on Instagram to get some inspiration for your next spooky look. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dina. I'm Shannon. We're so excited to launch a new interview series in partnership with Goodwill Industries of Greater Cleveland and East Central Ohio called How I Thrift It. This new interview series will feature individuals from the thrift community who will share their style, sustainability practices, and so much more with us. We're kicking off the series today with Paula from thriftinwithp.com, also thriftinwithp on Instagram. Paula joins us from Norfolk, Virginia. And Thrifting with P was born out of her love for thrifting and wanting women who feel like they can't thrift because they're plus size to know that they can. In addition to sharing daily outfits, style inspiration, thrift tips, and more, Paula also helps bring the thrift store to her plus size queens by finding those gems and offering them at an affordable price. She creates great content online to help send the message that regardless of size, we all love to look and feel good while not breaking the bank. And she's here to help fill in that gap. We have Paula here with us today. Hi, Paula. Hi. We're so excited to chat with you today about thrifting, sustainability, your personal style, your Instagram, your website, all of that good stuff. Tell us a little bit about your thrifting background. When did you get started? Why did you get started? Well, I started thrifting a while ago. I I, I would say maybe 10 plus. It was definitely 10 plus years because my kids, the reason I started thrifting is my sons had to take pictures at school and they had, they didn't really have anything and they had outgrown everything. So I, but we didn't have any money to like go and buy them a whole new outfit. So I had like $10 and I was like, well, I'm going to go to the thrift store. So I went to the thrift store and I was able to buy both of them outfits from head to toe with that $10. And I was totally amazed. And I was like, Hmm. So I started thrifting out of necessity at that time. But then as years went on, things got better financially. I just really enjoyed it. Um, so I just kept thrifting and then it just evolved. And um, that's one of my favorite things to do now is to thrift. So could you tell us a little bit about thrifting with P? When did you start it? And what type of services do you provide? So thrifting with P, I started in October 2018. I started as a blog. I just wanted a place where I could write about thrifting because I loved it so much and not so much that everybody else did. So I just wanted to find like a community of people who thrifted because honestly, I didn't know that so many people thrifted just for joy, not because they had to. So um, then I got on Instagram and I found a whole community of people who thrifted, which was amazing. So then I found that a lot of women who are plus size would always say, I can't thrift because there's never, uh, you know, they don't have plus sizes in my thrift store or I just can't find anything stylish or everything they have is like a moo-moo, which moo-moos are great. Um, so I figured, well, you know, I can use my platform that's why I realized like there was a, a gap. So I was like, I can help women who are plus size who want to thrift, but don't know where to start or even how to style clothes and show them that it is definitely possible. They don't have to be you know, excluded from the thrifting conversation because of their size tag. So then as the blog evolved and then Instagram evolved, I started to, at first I didn't know people were resellers. Like I had no idea that was a job for people. So I started selling on Poshmark um and then i was like you know what i can thrift for people who are plus size if they don't want to go to the thrift store for whatever reason there's people in you know rural areas that don't have thrift stores with plus sizes so that's how thrifting with p um came about as far as the website and what i offer um just sustainable plus size clothing for plus size women who you know want to look good but don't want to spend a lot of money um and that's just where we're at right now with that I love that you do that. As a plus size person myself, 
Um, I know that it, the struggle, it's really hard sometimes to find places or to find places where, you know, it has a good plus size section. Um, and then other places has a terrible plus size section. You kind of find your places. And I was on your website and I noticed that you curate boxes for people, one X, two X, three X, four X. That's amazing. And I'm sure it's a little bit tough. And I just wonder, do you find it challenging creating boxes for people? And then when you do create boxes for people as a plus size person, like I know that sometimes we can be picky, you know, because of the way we, we know how we like to, like what we like to flaunt and what we don't like to flaunt. And I don't know. I feel like we got a little some roll. I got some rolls and valleys, and sometimes <laughs> yes. I want them covered, and sometimes I don't. Sometimes and how how do you ch- how do you deal with that challenge with plus size people and curating boxes? So, so I ask them, you know, what do they what they don't like, what they do like. If they buy a box, follow up with an email and say, you know, do you like your arms covered? Do you like your you do you mind if your fupa is out? Do you mind, you know, if you're you know if you want to show your back? I mean, so it's totally up to them because you're right. Everybody has their insecurities, and sometimes they want things shown, sometimes they don't. So that's how I'm able to curate the boxes for them, so they're not just being su- super surprised. I don't want to send anybody a mini skirt and they don't like to show mm-hmm. their you know their legs. So. That's how we um, I overcome that situation. And usually, you know, I just go off of what they're telling me and they're usually pretty much usually very happy with what they get um, because I try to just get to know them as much as I can before I go shopping for them. And that makes it much easier. That's wonderful. It sounds like you have a really personal connection with the people you work with. Yeah, because I really want plus size women to know that you can thrift because it's so funny how like they really think that they can. It's not funny, but I just it's so amazing to me because I have always been able to find things at thrift stores. And I think another part of it is you have to like open your mind. Mm -hmm. Like you can see something that may look outdated, but then you have to think, well, how can I bring it back to 2021 Mm -hmm. and make it look you know, fashionable. Um, and that's what I always do. There's things that I've picked up and people are like, what are you doing? But I can turn it into something that will be fashionable. And people are like, oh, so you did that with it. Yeah. So you have to like open your mind, even if you're not really creative, you have to look at patterns and like sometimes patterns are just, it took me a long time to get to a place where I would wear florals or patterns or anything just because I felt I was too big. But now I'm open to colors and patterns and the thrift store will definitely bring you out of that box um, when you start shopping and thrifting there. Yeah, this is this is so great, Paula. I love that you found that niche because a lot of people are doing kind of like mystery boxes or curated boxes, but you've really hit uh, a group of people that need this type of service. And uh, it's not a super common one right now. Um, and we, I don't know if you've listened, this was a couple years ago, we did an episode on plus size thrifting and the problem with plus size clothing and thrift stores and just fa- the fashion industry in general. I mean, my our take on it is it's definitely more challenging to find quality, fashionable plus size clothes at thrift stores because it starts at the top. When they're not making mm-hmm. high quality, fashionable, super flattering pieces at the top, by the time they filter it and they make their way down to the thrift store, we're left with the worst of the worst. So when we talked about that issue on the episode, we were also talking about, well, what's the solution? And so we were talking about, you know, being creative and um, making it your own adventure and expanding and going and branching out to different parts of the thrift store. And like you said, I, um, I love what you said about just training your eye to see the potential in a lot of these things. And it's easier to say that, but at the same time, it's really hard for people to learn that skill. It takes a lot of time and years. Like you said, it took you a long time to figure this out and to figure out your comfort level too. Yes. So I think it's really great to hear, you know, that you're helping to solve that problem for people. So not only are you actually buying them some stuff, I think through your content, you're also showing them that here, this is how you wear something that's tailored to fit your curvy body and to do it with confidence. It's much easier and much more inspiring to actually see how you do that. Your approach is just is great. Thank you. I just want and also like with plus size people like when you see a brand, sometimes they 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 have plus size, but they're like, maybe a one X or an extra large one X. I'm a true plus size woman. I'm a size 22, 24. I you know, and I have 
boobs, I have a fupa, I have butt, I have rolls. So I want you to, women to see who look like me or bigger that you can thrift and be comfortable and find things that fit your body. Um, I took someone, another, she's a, a content creator, influencer, and she is a plus size woman. And she, I took her thrifting on Saturday for the first time. And she found so many things. She was so surprised. Like, I'm like, it's it's possible. You just have to be patient, take your time. There are things there. Um, and she was just so happy. She's actually doing, she did a whole YouTube video on it. it comes out t- today. And I'm just so happy that she, get, she, she saw that just because you are bigger does not mean that you're excluded from these thrifting gems. I mean, I... I'm so passionate about just for these women to to just step outside their box and be like, you can do it. Um, when I used to work in the office, they're like, I love your outfit. And I'm like, oh, thrift store. And they're like, oh, I wish I could. You can. Yeah. I promise you, I would take you. You can. And these women are definitely smaller than me. And I'm like, if I was a smaller woman and a thrifter, I would have to buy a whole nother house for all this stuff. Yep. <laughs> yep. I feel you. I I'm the same way. Because they have so many great clothes for like straight sizes and regular sizes. I'm just like, you have no idea how my addiction would just triple, but <laughs> I work with what I can. And I just, you know, I go in there with an open mind. I don't stay at the plus size. I, you know, I shop around. Um, so I just, I, I, you know, I, I wish I could just like teach them, like it could be done. I promise you, you could do this. Um, so yeah, I'm just super passionate about it. Um, speaking of confidence, for you, where when did you find your confidence in thrifting, and what does confidence look like for you? Ooh, my confidence in thrifting, I think um, it took a while to get there. I mean, I would thrift, and I didn't really tell anybody I thrift. It wasn't like a shameful thing. It was just something that I did. Um, and then probably about five, six years ago, I really started to like take my thrift finds and really make them into a look and not just like something I put on, like really take them to the next level, style it, put things together, try different patterns, quality of clothing. So I think that's when I was like, and people were like, Oh my God, that's so nice. And you know, how much did you spend for that? I'm like, I spent $2.50. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I was like, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm a good thrifter now. I think I'm a, you know, I, I got a little odd. Um, but confidence is just something from within. I think you just have to work at it. Um, I'm 44 and I still have my days where I'm just, you know, I feel a certain type of way about myself. But, you know, I think everybody has those days. So you just have to keep pushing through. I mean, this you have to just embrace who you are. Once you embrace who you are, stop looking at everybody else to validate you or yeah. or comparing yourself on people on social media and just be genuinely you. You'll be fine. I totally agree. I wonder, do you have like one outfit that you know if you're having a bad day, if you wear that outfit, it's going to boost your confidence and you're going to have a better day? Um, For me, I am a kimono lover. I love the kimono. So I will put on my favorite kimono. I have one on right now. Um, And just, and it it just changes my entire mood. There's just something about a kimono that I just absolutely love. And a kimono is something that I would probably, if I saw one on the store, and I loved it, I would buy it. So like, it didn't, it doesn't have to be thrifted. I just, that's one thing that I just love. Um, so that is something that I would put on to make me feel great. And like I told you, Dina, I go to the sleepwear section and I buy robes and I wear them as kimonos. So Ooh, I have so many. Yeah. You can find the best so, patterns that way. The florals yes, and the silk, all yes, of them. They're just so beautiful. All the time. So that is, and that's something else I would try to teach, you know, um, ladies, like you can go to the plus size, that the, the sleepwear section, and you can find robes, wear them as kimonos. Mm-hmm. I have a million mumus or caftans and they're like three bucks, but you can style them differently. You just have to like think outside the box. They're like, oh, it's matronly. Mm-mm. Those patterns, throw on a good fedora hat with it and, you know, with a nice purse and you got a whole look. Yep. Oh, uh, we want to get to know your style a little bit more since you mentioned kimono. So we want to do a quick this or that with you. Okay. 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 Number one, mini or maxi? Maxi. Number two, heels or flats? Flats. Fitted or baggy? 
I'm going to say fitted. Clutch or crossbody? Clutch. <laughs> Flower print or leopard print? Leopard. Really? Leopard. All day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you kind of already mentioned this. You, you threw in a few tips and tricks here and there. What is like maybe three solid tips that plus size thrifters can take with them today to the thrift store to find some great pieces? Number one, ignore the size tags. So when I thrift, if something fits me, it could be a small, but if it fits me how it's supposed to be, I'm getting it. So when you're plus size, you get caught up on the size tag. Like if you're a size 20, like you're looking for a size 20. So brands are so different. I have found brands in the thrift store that I never heard of, but their their cut is, is much more forgiving. So they're, I'm able to fit a smaller size. So you have to go in there and just forget about the size tag. You can, if you yeah. know a brand that you know, okay, I'm a size 20 and you see it, that's, that's perfect. But if you find a brand that you've never seen and you try a jacket on it, it fits perfectly. But if you look at the tag and it says a large and you're like, I shouldn't get this because of large. Forget if it fits, you know, get it. So first thing, ignore the size tag. Second, don't just stick to the plus size section. Venture out. I shop in the, the sleepwear section again for kimonos, caftans. I go to the men's section if I want like an oversized shirt. Um, they have great shirts in the men's size section. Graphic tees, you know, even the straight size section. Sometimes you'll find something there that is is again cut different, or people put things back in never in the right area, so you can mm-hmm. find something like that. Um, and have patience. Patience is key when you're thrifting. If you're going to be going to be a thrifter and you're going the first time, do not take anyone with you who is not patient because it's going to ruin the entire experience for you. You can't shop a thrift store like you shop a retail store. Things are not laid out like size. You know, sometimes if you find a store that has a sec- better section, you're lucky, but not everybody has that. So you have to be able to take your time, look through things, find those gems. So for me, patience is key. And again, if you have someone who is not going to, you know, ride out the, the day with you, uh, don't bring them with you. Go alone, bring a snack and just do, you know, go mm-hmm. for self. Um, but those are my top three things. But do not, you know, be a slave to the tag. Shop different sections and have patience. Um and I think that will get you on your way um, yeah. to to start thrifting as a plus size person. I can't agree more about that size thing. And but the thing is, it people have so much anxiety about that. Like we have so much anxiety around the the size on the tag that it's really hard to get out of that mindset. But I cannot agree with you more. And the more you go thrifting, the more you will be able to kind of drop that mindset has yes. changed that mindset. Um, I just wanted to say real quick, I, I haven't worn a size small probably since the eighth grade, even then I probably didn't wear a size small. But the other day I was at the Goodwill Blue Boutique and I had on kind of like a peasant dress, like one of those flowy kind of postpartum dresses that I've been wearing. And the manager working there was like, oh my gosh, we just got a dress that came in that looks so similar to this. It's totally your style. And it looked like a little cupcake. It had these like pink and yellow stripes on it. And it was the peasant style. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. dude, this is a size small. Like there's no way. But I was like, look beyond the tag. It it was kind of big and flowy and, and loose fitting. So I tried it on and it fit. And I am not a size small. Like I'm telling you, I literally have not worn a size small since I was like 14 years old, if that. And I was just like, I'm so glad I went with that because, you know, I just had a baby and I'm feeling not feeling myself at all lately. And I hate trying on clothes right now. And I was just like, good for you, Dina. Like, (laughs) You love the dress on the hanger. I'm glad I gave it a chance and I love it. You have to, even if it's a bigger size, I know that right. might take a little bit more, but even if the size is, is if you're a 20 and it's a 24, that's fine. Because if you're looking at a vintage piece, vintage pieces are, pieces are cut super small. So a 24 is actually like at 18, 20. So, you know, once you become a thrifter and you learn these little, you know, ins and outs, the nuisance of it, then you'll be like, okay, I get it. But once you get out that mindset of the tag mix, it's, it's, it's irrelevant if it yeah. fits me the way it should then you have definitely mastered a portion of being a good thrifter because you cannot always, you'll miss out on so many great things if you just live by the tag size. Yeah. So I always tell everyone just forget the tag size. I have stuff that is a 4X, 
a medium, large. I mean, I, it ranges. So, you know, you just have to um, go with how it fits your body. I've been watching some of your reels and I love when you use a dress and then all of a sudden you've turned it into like a top and then you got a skirt on and then you take it or you put on with some pants and you make it almost look like a a peplum top. top. Tell me how you do that. How do you make it look like a peplum top? It is gorgeous. so that dress was like an old grandma dress, kind of Medea-ish. So I was like, well, I like the pattern. So let me see if I can like show. This is a good prime example of showing how if you see something at the thrift store that you're like, ah, but you can make it work. So for the the, the peplum, so the, the waist is elastic. So the skirt that I use was elastic. So I just took the bottom of the skirt and stuck it into like the waist of the dress and it stayed perfectly. So it kind of was tucked in and that's how I just made the peplum look. Um, I'm all about, you know, like utilizing my pieces. Like I can wear something, I can have one dress and wear it 50 ways. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I just want to get the versatility out of it. So I'm always looking for pieces that I can wear in the summer, spring, fall, winter, um, and just change it up by adding accessories or a jacket or purse or clutch, changing out your shoes. So I'm big on getting the most out of my pieces yeah. that I've purchased, thrift store or not. I, like That is just one of the things that I've always um, tried to do when buying clothes. That brings me to my next question about what type of little accessories, little details do you tell people to look out for, like the hats, the belts, the scarves? Like, what are some of your favorite add-on pieces that just bring a whole look together? A hat, a fedora hat, as you can see in the background. I have a couple on my wall. I love a good hat. Um, At first I didn't, but my sister kind of like brought me into wearing hats and then I fell in love. So a hat, I love a good clutch, um, definitely. So I always feel like if you like if a shoe should have a statement piece for uh, something, whether it's a hat or shoes or a clutch, um, I do like a good belt. Um, so I will take a, a basic outfit and put a belt and that just brings it to another level with mm-hmm. just the simpleness of a, as a belt. I have this one black belt I got from Amazon. It's kind of like a Gucci dupe. And it just changes out my outfits. Um, I can have a shirt and be like, you know what? It needs a little pizzazz. I put the belt on with a hat and it gives it a whole nother look. So for me, hats, belts, and um, clutches are my always my go-to when I don't want to put a lot into an outfit or I want to take an outfit to another look. It, it's, it does it all the time, works all the time. Especially if I want to wear a graphic tee, jeans, a clutch, and a hat. That is like my go-to easy, no have to think about it outfit all the time, winter, spring, summer, fall. You can't miss with that. So We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Paula to talk more about plus-size thrifting, issues in the fashion industry when it comes to plus sizes, and so much more. For those who don't know, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. So every year, I head to Goodwill Industries of Greater Cleveland and East Central Ohio first, to shop a large variety of brand new and gently used Halloween costumes, accessories, wigs, makeup, and more. Whether I'm looking for a ready-made, out-of-the-box Halloween costume like a cupcake for my daughter, or if I'm looking to DIY a look like my Cruella DeVille costume, I almost always find what I'm looking for. So I encourage you to thrift your costume this year from Goodwill. And if you're local to the Ohio area, head to goodwillgoodskills.org to find a location near you. What do you believe are issues that many plus size women face in the fashion world and then into the thrifting world? Um, so in the fashion world, I think with plus size, they're starting to, to do better, but then they are missing the mark on extended sizes. So there are women who are bigger than a 3X. There's women who's bigger than a 4X. So I think they just need to expand that. So you're, you're starting to cater to, you know, more plus size women, but then you're now you're excluding another portion of it. So Hmm. I think when it comes to offering more sizes, like a lot of places go up to a 22, 24, but then there's women who are 26, 28, 30, 32. Um, So I feel like they should all go up to a 32 um, because that is usually like the highest that I've seen, but I'm sure there's, you know, higher, but at least you would start to, 
cater to the extended sizes of women who are larger than a 3X and 4X. So I think, you know, that is what we're facing now. I mean, everyone is still not on uh, on board with offering plus size. And if they do, they're doing it like to an 18. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, they're, right. They're, and they're every woman wants to look beautiful, so. Exactly, regardless if they are bigger, they have, you know, a big stomach, whatever. Everybody has to have the opportunity to look and feel beautiful regardless of their size. So um, I think that, like Old Navy, I think that was great what they're doing with the size inclusive. I loved Old Navy, but I was so tired of paying more for the same exact item that the straight sizes have. So when they had a sale, like, oh, dresses are $15, so then I go and I'm paying 30. So I just stopped. And then when I saw that they everything everybody was paying the same price, I was super happy because that is a big deal. Yep. You know, because... Yeah, I don't feel like women who have a larger size to actually have to pay more for their clothing. Like, it doesn't the most, make any sense to me at all. It's the most ridiculous thing. I was just telling Shannon and my sisters how Old Navy merged. They got rid of their plus size uh, department on their website, and everything is all under women now. And the majority of their stuff goes up to, like, you can, before it would be like a completely different set of options for you to choose from yes. now it's all mixed in together and you can buy the same blazer in a size zero and in size 30 for the most part but i was almost like i'm so embarrassed for these companies like now like it took you now. this long to do something exactly. as simple as merging the two departments all under women like that is i'm so glad to see the progress but i'm actually a little bit like embarrassed for them yeah it took a long time and you know going to shopping on retail sites when i do shop retail like you have to go to you know special sizing and i think that's old navy had maybe under special sizing plus and tall so Mm -hmm. i mean it 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 didn't it never made sense to me like why there has to be such a separation and then why i have to pay the exact same for the exact same more for the exact same item um, so I it just stopped and I was just like, I'm over it, but I was very glad to see it, but there's still so much more to do because I, I like, I love certain brands, but I'm just not willing to pay so much money for something. Like I like Eloquy. I do. I like their clothes, but the prices for me is, is a lot. Like I love a suit. I, I looked at a suit and I'm like, okay, this is nice. I thought the suit was $89, but it's $89 for the jacket and it's $129 for the pants. Uh, no. Yeah. So saying that I to a thrifter is is like saying that's like $4,000. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. I can't believe it. I went to the mall with my sister. when um, She lives in the uh, DMV area and in Maryland. And I haven't been to a mall in forever. So she took me to Zara. I've never been to a Zara. She always shopped at Zara. So when I went in there, she was like, oh, this is a steal. And I'm like, $80 for a shirt? (laughs) I couldn't. It's just not in my spirit to pay that much. But, you know, sometimes I do like the clothes from like Eloquy, but I, I have to wait till it goes crazy, crazy on sale to buy it. Or I just have to do without or try to find to uh, to replicate it in from the thrift store. And I do that a lot. I will recreate a look from um, I usually do like retail versus thrift. Mm-hmm. So I'll put something that is retail and what I find in thrift and I'll just do it like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how much, you know, we have to pay just because we got a little bit more, you know, loving. I have two thoughts about that. Well, first of all, when you were talking about different brands, one that comes to mind that blows my mind is Torrid. Torrid to me is fast fashion. Their prices. Insane. It's just like, it's such a slap in the face for plus size women. Like, guess what? You're going to pay $60 for a t-shirt, which to me, Torrid is totally fast fashion because because you're a bigger size like it's yes. the same quality as target to me like that is the the audacity there honestly mm-hmm. yes and- torrid is is not i tried to give torrid a chance a couple of times just when things were on sale but the quality was like why would i pay this much money like regular price for this and it's not even high quality you know what i'm saying like it's not gonna last me for years and years to come so it, it's just like I get their like their um their advertisements for sales and their sales are not even really sales anymore. Yeah. You know, so Torrid definitely, definitely is one of those brands that I I can't 
their quality isn't good and they're super overpriced super overpriced and the interesting thing is, too, the average woman is like a size 16 in the United States, I believe. So I was reading an article. This was like several years ago by uh, Tim. It was an interview with Tim Gunn. And he's like, it's not only is it just, you know, ridiculous that we're not making clothing for the average size woman, but it's a good financial opportunity for these companies. Like there are so many women who are willing to buy these things, but you're just not even making clothes for them. Like forget the whole like ethical part of it. Like if you want to make money, this is the market you need to tap into. And you know, when I sell uh, clothes on my Poshmark or Instagram, especially Instagram, if I post something that's a 1416, I promise you within 10 minutes, it's sold. If I post an extra small, it takes a little bit longer for it to sell. But that mid, that not even so much plus size, because I think sometimes a lot of women are still warming up to the idea of buying a plus size piece that they can't return because you want to make sure that it fits and all of that. But the mid size range, 14, 16, right away. It's like, I cannot keep that stuff in the store. And I always have some of my followers saying, well, you never buy enough stuff for us. I'm like, I do. You just not, you're not seeing it. It's selling so fast. And it's just proves that point that there's this huge market to tap into and we have it all backwards. We definitely do. They definitely do without a doubt. I'm going to go a little bit backwards and I'm sorry, but I just didn't want to interrupt anybody. But I I feel like we're given, like we're talking a lot of good stuff about Old Navy, but I want us to remember back around like 2010, do you remember they took plus size out Mm -hmm. of every store and said, you can only buy plus size online from now on, but we got free shipping back and forth. So don't worry about it. We'll ship it to you for free and then you can ship it back for free if it doesn't fit. But that excluded us in a big way. And I remember I stopped shopping there for a while. But then, you know, I had a hard time because I found stuff that fit me there. So then I had to do it. And then they made us praise them because <laughs> some of the stores, like what, stores like three, five years ago, put, put extended sizes <laughs> back in there. And it wasn't even extended. It was like two, maybe 24. And then, and then you'd go in there and you still could, it was like the smallest section. And then now they want us to forget any of that happened and be like, yay, look at us. We're inclusive. So we got to remember they bit us in the butt before. So we got to be careful with <laughs> yeah. old Navy. They do. Yeah. And they, and they put, they put you against a wall. Like you want to like, okay, I don't want to shop here anymore, but then you try to like, where else am I going to go? Yeah. You know, like you're comfortable with old Navy. Like old Navy. I know my jeans at old Navy. Like yep. I can, I don't even got to try them on. Like, I know. So they make you love the brand and then they do something and you're just like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not okay with that. But then we're, you know, you try to venture out and then you're just like, yeah, come back. They they, reel you back in. Yeah. I mean, and we, we really do have to continue to have these conversations because we have to put the pressure on the companies. It shouldn't, it shouldn't totally just fall on the consumer to make these decisions. You know, I saw this viral thread on Twitter the other day. Um, It was an article about Shein, which is a fast fashion brand. Um, I think they're based out of China. And, um, you know, their their, uh, labor practices are questionable, all of that stuff, like your typical fast fashion place. But a lot of the consumers on the thread were like, I'm a plus size woman. I wear 4X, 5X. This is the only place I can shop that has trendy super trendy pieces for me and they're like what 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 do you want me to do where where am i supposed to shop and it just really got me thinking you know of course as consumers we should always try to be as sustainable as possible thrift you know question the the labor practices all of those things but at the same time it's like you know like you said you're kind of backed into a corner and you are you definitely are it shouldn't all fall on the consumer to make those calls i think we should put the pressure on the companies and the brands to to do the right thing so it's hard i I definitely had that conversation with a friend about shein um but you 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 know what shein's about you know you know like you said the labor practices are questionable but for some, that's all they have if they want, especially if you're younger and you want to, you know, dress like your friends and, you know, you want to get trendy stuff, then you're shopping at Shein. You know, you're 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 met with a moral obligation. But I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Pay one hundred and fifty dollars for a top yeah. and then you got to pay eighty dollars for the pants. So. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I, I understand. But they're not giving us many options to find affordable trendy quality clothing yeah 
So, yeah. One of the questions I had for you, because this was an interesting conversation Shannon and I had when we had the plus size thrifting episode, was about the way plus size clothing is set up uh, and organized at the thrift store. So Shannon, you said you prefer when they mix it all together. So you'd be looking at a rack and it would be like small, medium, large, extra large, so on and so forth. A lot of thrift stores think that they're doing the right thing by having a plus size section, which is like usually one rack, if that. So I wondered what your take was on that. Um, I kind of like, for me as a thrifter, I do like when they put the plus size together. Just It's just for convenience. I can go in, go right to the section, and if you know I have short on time, and just look. So at my thrift store, they have like a plus size 18 and up. It has shirts and blazers, and then they have like a plus size dresses section. Then they have a plus size skirts and pants, capris, and stuff like that. So they're all like next to each other. Um, but it's just easier for me to go in, look what I need to look at, and go out. If they were to take the plus size section out, but have everything ordered in num- like numerical order, like small, miracle, small, medium, large, or two, three, four, or whatever. I would I wouldn't mind that either. I just don't like when everything is all thrown in together. It takes forever to look for stuff. I just need some type of order. Yeah. Um, but I don't. You know, some people get offended with the plus size. You know, section or whatever. I think it's it's it doesn't it doesn't offend me anymore. I mean, that's just what it is. You know, people have plus size sections online. They have it in the store. Um, it used to bother me, but it doesn't bother me so much anymore. I mean, that's just the world that we live in. Um, I can't change it. Some people will, you know, make the the change. Some people just keep it like that. It doesn't define who I am. So I don't, it doesn't like personally make me mad when I go into the thrift store and say, oh, they have a plus size section. I mean, for some, it works. It's easy for them to thrift or shop or whatever. Um, But no, it doesn't, it doesn't really get me mad anymore. It's being a plus size woman is, 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 is so many nuances and just so many things that go along with it that you just got to pick your battles. And mm-hmm. if you want to label a section plus size, go for it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I think for, for me, I like, I think I like them all. I don't like having a plus size section only because I feel like I can thrift more like you do. And like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of go, from like 3x to 2x and then I can even like keep going and and I've found things extra large or large kind of what you're saying where you got to go look in those other without having to go like into a different section and then feel like I'm not supposed to be there or not that I would care but like I always just assume I'm not finding anything in large or extra large or 1x or whatever and when it's kind of all melded into each other then I've actually I've found it easier so like but like thrifting the way you're saying works for you and looking in the other sizes and not paying attention to the tags I think is why I like it because it forces me to do it yeah I I think so Sometimes, you know, we talk a lot about uh, a lot to new thrifters through this podcast. And I think a lot of times having a plus size section at a thrift store restricts new thrifters and they feel like they don't know or they're afraid to branch out. And one of the key things, as you mentioned, Paula, was you have to branch out at the thrift store. I don't care what size you are. You really should. You should be going to the men's section. You should should be going to the kids' section. Go everywhere. Um, And I think a lot of times new thrifters or those who kind of have like that size tag anxiety are just like, this is where I belong. This is where I'm going to stay. I I don't even know to go to other sections. Um, And But I agree with you. See, we have thrift stores that, like our Goodwill actually organizes it by size. So you can kind of, you'll be in the 2X and you can kind of move back a few steps and then you'll be in the extra large or extra, extra large. But some thrift stores don't do that. It's just shirts, all shirts. So if you're looking for a plus size shirt mixed in there, good luck. You're going to be there, you're going to be there all day. So it depends on how your thrift store organizes actual sizes. Yes. The one that I go through most often, they have the thrift section our goodwill some goodwills just have everything put together by size doesn't matter if it's plus or not and then there's some that do have like a plus size section for like pants skirts and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it just it, it just definitely depends on how the store is set up and then you have to adjust accordingly how you thrift but you are right if someone is a plus size and they are stuck in that my tag mentality they will think like you know what this is where i'm supposed to be i shouldn't be in these other sections that's very true very true so you've got 15 minutes to thrift. 
right? You're on your lunch break. You have 15 minutes to thrift. Where are you going in the store? I'm going to right to the sleep section um, <laughs> immediately. Um, I actually did this. I did 15 minutes and I went right to the sleep section and I purchased a kimono robe, two kimono robes and a caftan um, in 15 minutes, spent like $14 and I was out. So I'm going to the sleep section first. If I don't find anything there, I'm going to the dresses. I love a good dress, especially in the summertime. I live in dresses in the summertime. So it's just happy for me just to venture over there um, and see what they got. Um, and then if I don't find anything there, I'm probably going to the shoes. Um, that'll be my last. Let me see what they got. But I have a big foot, so it's always hit or miss if I find something. Um, but the sleep section is always number one for me. Always, always, always. Because I always find such great gems there it, it, at such crazy low prices that I just can't believe it sometimes. So I'm going to the sleep section and I might spend my whole 15 minutes there. So that's where I'm going. The the sleep section is the best kept secret. I just discovered that section for pieces uh, other than actual nightgowns like two years ago. I happened to be there one day and I'm like, oh, I've never come to this section. Let me just start browsing. Shannon's heard the story a million times because my mind was blown. I found all these like silky um, nightgowns that can be slip dresses. They're just so beautiful. The vintage and even the newer ones I found like brand name. I'm like, this is this is the place to be. I mean, I used to skip that section all the time. No, I actually love it. I even did a few reels. I found a slip dress. It was like three bucks. And then I put it next to one that was a plus size one. It was $150. It was like the same dress almost. But this was just a slip dress that you would probably wear tonight, at night. And I love it. It, it. But it was perfect. I styled it. And I like all of my kimonos, 90% of them are robes that I just found at the sleep section. My caftans crazy every time I go I, I get at least one because they're always there and they're I, such an easy flow free and quick throw on you know or you can dress it up so yeah the slip section is great and then I I wanted a pair of red pajamas so pajamas so bad so I can like dress it up and I finally found one in my size for like two dollars and fifty cents when I went to Houston and I was super excited and you can wear a pajama set out. You can wear the top. You can wear the bottoms. You can dress it up, dress it down. I mean, there's just so many opportunities. Just, again, you have to think outside the box. But yeah. the sleep section for camis, slip dresses, you know, night shirt, like the button down, pajama shirts and the tops. I mean, because people are buying that in stores, pajama outfits to wear outside, you know, like streetwear. Mm-hmm. So for, you know... you can go and get something for like less than five bucks and do the same thing. So yeah, sleep section is always lit for me. I love it. I can't (laughs) wait. I can't wait to tell my sister about you because she's the kimono queen. Yes. Her entire closet is kimono. So she's going to be so pumped to follow you. Um, I just have one last quick question about the thrifting scene. So you're in Norfolk, Virginia right now, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us what the thrifting scene is like out there. Um, There's a lot of thrifters. I didn't know how many people thrifted, but as I, as the time went on, I mean, there's people from all walks of life in a thrift store on Saturday morning, waiting outside for it to open. Um, I think everybody just loves the hunt of finding that gem, whether it be clothes, whether it's furniture, a piece of art, whatever, you know, your thing is. Um, Especially around here, everybody is at the thrift store thrifting, making sure that they, you know, they get there early to get the first dibs on everything. Um, I usually shop at my favorite thrift store. It's called Thrift Store City. Um, Sometimes they forget they're a thrift store and their price is a little crazy, (laughs) but I know how to maneuver um and um me and my husband will go out and just venture out to different thrift stores around this you know around the city um so like last saturday we went to like five new different thrift stores and it's 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 amazing how when you venture outside your little bubble and you go to other areas the things that you find um so but people are definitely thrifting i think people are thrifting everywhere mm-hmm. i mean i it's, it's like the end thing now, which sometimes it can be sad because they're coming in and stealing all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, but, 
you know, because it wasn't never like the popular when I was growing up, this thing wasn't popular at all. Like it was more of like shameful type situation. So now that everybody's thrifting, the kids that I see in the thrift store, you know, um, buying t-shirts and just buying stuff, it's, it's crazy. So I think thrifting is just going to continue to grow and grow and grow and just become more and more popular. Yeah, I love it. I love, I always try to like convert people who don't thrift to be thrifters. I had a lady at my job. She would like lose weight, gain weight. And I was like, why don't you just thrift? You know, instead of buying new clothes all the time, you should forget <laughs> to about that. And I was like, yeah. So now she is a thrifter. Like I would go to the thrift store on Saturday morning and she'd be in there. And I'm like, oh, just made me, she would send me pictures about all the stuff she would buy. And I'm like, oh, I'm so proud. So <laughs> there's proud. honestly, there's, um, there's no better feeling than when you convert a thrifter. It really is a great I'm feeling. telling you, it makes me feel so good. Like you used to be like, I would never thrift. Yeah. How can you wear thrifted shoes? I'm like, you go to a shoe store, you try on these shoes that other people tried on. What's the real difference? So mm-hmm. I love to, to, to really like convert people to thrifting and just let them see like, it's such a beautiful thing to, you know, you can express yourself through your clothing, you know, even if furniture is your thing, you know, you just, you just make pieces your own. And I just love to do that. I, I really do. So that is, I just thrifting will always be a part of my life, regardless if I hit the lotto today, I would still be in the thrift store tomorrow. <laughs> Do you have uh, one thing that is your most favorite thing you've ever thrifted? Oh, that's a hard question. I, I see know, your face. I know. When people ask me that, yep. I like I start sweating. <laughs> no, I mean, there's things that I have gotten the most use out of. Like I have a three dollar jean jacket that I bought. I think it's an old navy jean jacket. I bought it for three dollars, and I have worn that thing so many times like so many different ways so i definitely got my three dollars worth out of it. <laughs> um there's just a few there's just so many things that i just love and some of the things i can't even wear anymore but i just love so much that i don't want to give it up um especially like unique pieces that i find i sometimes they just sit in my closet but i refuse to let them go which is crazy but I can't. So yeah, this, I that's her. Have, She's like, got multiple closets, have, this girl. Like, there's so many pieces that, like, sometimes I'll see something and I get super excited. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just amazing. So, yeah, I can't pinpoint one thing because then I would have to go, like, through purses, yeah, you know, it's, it's an impossible question. <laughs> it is. It it's really is. An Every box. once in a while, people will be like, this one box. Or do you do no. you thrift other things or only clothes? No, we thrift, um, I thrift, we thrift stuff for the house because we just bought a house in February. So we thrift stuff for the house um, and, you know, do little DIY projects like pictures. And um, we went to the thrift store and bought like, uh, I don't know, we were going to buy like this laundry. We're doing our laundry room and it just happened. There was like a laundry separator thing there. Um, We got that. So we definitely thrift for the house, like flowers or fake flowers because I'm not a... I kill flowers, so we, I don't take <laughs> flowers a lot. Um, so, yeah, we definitely thrift for the house. You're a I true thrifter. Cups. So, you love cups. I'm a mug collector of cups. So, I thrift cups all the time. And my husband was like, we got to have to figure this out. But I love it. If I see a unique mug, I am buying it. And, like, we went the other day and we found, like, Captain America mugs. But they had, like, they weren't circle. They were, like, rectangle. And the guy behind us was like, well, how are you going to drink out of that? I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. But I love to buy mugs when I'm thrifting. So if I see a great mug, I'm picking it up. I'm coming home with it. So I do love my mugs when oh, I thrift. Oh, you're telling me, man. I yeah. It's a problem. It yeah. is a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. I will. And then I buy my, like, if I get a mug for me, then I got to find a mug for my husband. So... <laughs> I'm always getting mugs. And he was like, I think we're going to have to convert this cabinet to like where your mugs are going to have to be at. And I'm like, probably because I'm never going to stop buying them. They're so cheap and they're so, they find, we find the greatest ones yep. at the thrift store. I yep. need, to, I need so, to see your mug collection. Yeah. You, show you, us. You need to do one of those, I, uh, I'm obsessed with it reels or these are my ladies yes, reels. I need, I need I'm to see them. With mugs. <laughs> I definitely am. I buy them. I just bought two the other day. Um, I bought my husband one. It says old fart. Cause <laughs> Um, and then I had one that said, I love New York, but they're so cute. I just, I can't, I can't I help it. Even if I never use them, they're just part of my collection. So yeah, I definitely am a, we definitely thrift, you know, not, we're just not into clothing. We will thrift. Um, we go to all the sections of thrift. So we've bought many things from the thrift store for the house. 
That's awesome. Well, it was just so nice chatting with you. Honestly, we could go on and on. I, you are I just like a wealth of knowledge and amazing style. Tell everybody where they can find you online because you have to follow Paula. I am on Instagram, Thriftin with P. Um, and then I have my website is thriftinwithp.com. And um, I'm on Twitter as Thrifty Paula. And Facebook, I'm on thrift. I'm thrifting with P as well. Okay. Um, but I, I spend a lot of my time on Instagram. Um, I do reels, tips, tricks, show you my the fashion that I put together with my thrifted finds. Um, so come on, be part of the TWP crew. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And I just wanted to point out that it's thrifting, right? There's no G. Yes. There's no G. Just I N at the end with P. Yes. Good. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, no, I've learned so you. much from I'm you. Super excited when you, you know, reached out. I was like, oh my God. And my husband was like, what's wrong with you? Oh, that's awesome. I'm yeah, super it's... excited. I appreciate you thinking of me and giving me this opportunity to talk about plus size thrifting and just thrifting in general. I can talk about thrifting all day. So I definitely appreciate the opportunity. It's been great talking to you guys. And we're so happy to have you on. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to allow us to re-thrift reduce ourselves. Remember, thrifting your Halloween costume is a triple win this spooky season. It's great for your wallet, the environment, and helps further Goodwill's mission in our local community. Head to goodwillgoodskills.org to find a location near you and follow Goodwill on Instagram at goodwillgoodskills to find inspiration for your next Halloween costume. As always, let us know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Dina's Days and the podcast is at Reduce Podcast on Instagram. To get episode show notes, go to dinasdays.com slash podcast. We'll see you next time.